Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 53. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Below Springer. This week's episode is our monthly roundup of the most popular posts in November from the Forest Salon software blog. We'll share our 24 key client notes for delivering memorable customer service. We'll summarize the seven concrete salon interview techniques to ensure you hire the best of the best. And we'll even give you the ultimate bundle full of Christmas salon marketing ideas. As always, we top off the show with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars. This podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome back, Killian. Good morning, Zoe. How are things? Oh, Miss me while I'm gone? I did, I did, <laughs> yes. So how was New York? You enjoyed it? Yeah, I know. It was great. Um, geez, really is a city that just does not sleep. <laughs> like our hotel was on Times Square. You walk out there 11 o'clock in the evening and it's just so bright. So bright, like, and, uh, and you come back to Ireland at four p.m. It's already dark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's just it's one of those cities where it's all go. So I just feel wrecked. Like five days, and you were nonstop. But um, yeah, no, definitely highly recommend it. Mm. So last week on the show we had David Barnett from the High Performance Stylist. Yeah, it was brilliant. He went through his a uh, three stage approach. So it was kind of like talk about the products you're using, leave the products in front of the client while they're getting their hair done because he was uh, he was a hairstylist particularly, and then even bring up the products until and as simple as here's the products I used. Would you like to take hand or like? Did you need it, anything? Did home? you need anything to bring home? Yeah. Mm. So very simple. Definitely worth checking out that podcast. And it was just a nice bit of uh, kind of like conversational flow to get to know his background as well. Actually, he even offered a 30-minute consultation over the phone for anyone who was listening to the podcast and needed, kind of felt stuck in their business or even if in their career if they're stylists or therapists. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I recommend you do. And then at the bottom in the footnotes, you can enter your availabilities. Yeah. I mean, like it's a free 30-minute chat. So why wouldn't avail of it? Yeah. So this week then, Zoe, we're doing the roundup, November. Yes. So, oh man, nearly Christmas already. I know. <laughs> Less than a month. <laughs> yeah. Well, three, three, four weeks. Yeah. So right. our, we had quite a few popular blogs this month. Now, one of the most popular ones was the Black Friday test and tried salon campaigns. So based on campaigns that were used in the last year, so 2016, and how you could replicate them this year. So obviously Black Friday was uh, last Friday, actually. Mm -hmm. So we're, I was um, there for it. Yeah, so we're Cyber Monday, <laughs> Cyber Monday today. But uh, sure, that was one of the most popular ones, obviously, because it's past. We're not going to chat about it much, but we still have it on the blog there. So if we start by the first one, then um, 24 key client notes for delivering memorable customer service. It's quite a simple one. Essentially, it's just how to, you know, give you ideas on how to take notes on clients when they come in, because the thing is, we've seen it happen before where uh, therapists, stylists, or even receptionists take notes on clients and it's just not uh, professional at all. Yeah, because a client can actually request to see those notes, can't yes, they? Yes, absolutely. Because they might have, like if they move to a new salon, they might have uh, like patch test history, mm. kind of any reactions or anything like that. So they can request that information or that data to transfer over. Exactly. And you don't want to be stuck in a sticky situation because of that. So there's essentially 24 ideas there of what you can write down uh, in those client notes. And the the important bit is, it's just to, to stay formal and to stay uh, factual. So write down, you know, what are their preferences in terms of tea, coffee? Do they have kids? How many? What are their names? That's the kind of the easy, standard the standard ones, ones yeah. right? But then in the other kind of type of client note, client hair type, color formulas, color history, 
what are the preferred retail products, any allergies. There's loads of them there, like, yeah. Yeah, even water temperature or friends and relations who also come to the salon. Sometimes it's it's handy to have that on, on record. That's good for anyone that has a referral scheme for mm-hmm. tracking so they can see if the referral scheme is working and just how popular it is because, like, we've heard where kind of your quietest customer could be your biggest referral Absolutely. or your biggest moneymaker. Absolutely. So things like that. And then at the end of the uh, blog, we go through how to take client notes with Forest Lawn software and how many of these notes can be automatically generated by the system. So if you aren't a Forest Lawn software client, or if you are and you haven't really availed of this, then it's uh, it's great information there. So if you aren't a client, a Forest client, and you're looking into something that generates a lot of these things automatically, maybe it's something to look into for yourself. Yeah. And like you said, it's all automated too, so you don't even have to. <laughs> yeah. It takes all the manual work out. Exactly. So the next one then is the salon interview techniques, seven of them. Yes. So this was written by Chris Brennan and uh, we've updated it for 2017. It was actually published in 2016 originally. Um, but essentially the seven must do's that he wrote down. And the first one would be... I find this one funny because we've actually gone through this. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, this is how we were interviewed or how well, we were hired. He, I think when he wrote it down, I think it was really based on how things were being done here. As yeah, well. exactly. Um, Which works. It, it works. Absolutely. We're still here. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one, a quick phone in interview simple enough I suppose second one always do two rounds of interviews minimum I mean I've been through I think four I want to say yeah four or five something like that then three ask about references and we've chatted about this one where you know if you ask for references don't just call the reference get the reference to call you yeah that's a really big one I find that one odd but it actually stands for you as well it does absolutely because how many times have you gone to a job and you've had to give your references and like your or I suppose, I suppose the interviewee will be trying to chase up those and anyone that answers a phone goes, oh yeah, no, good reference, blah, blah, blah. But like, if it's a really good reference, they'll be happy to call your uh, potential employer up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Then the fourth one, he discusses a series of questions. So who did you report to daily? And this is for every job that they have on the CV. So who did you report to daily? What was their name? And what will they tell me about your strengths and weaknesses if we get to the reference stage? Yeah. Uh, so that, I suppose, prepares you for the reference stage uh, initially. And then you can have a better idea of who you want them to contact for the reference to call you. That was a really t- tongue twister one. <laughs> but you get it. <laughs> yeah. Then move the venue. Uh, you could conduct the first round in, say, in the salon and then the second round in a cafe or something like that, just to see how they react to different environments, mm-hmm. see if they tense up or they loosen up, maybe. Six, giving them a practical task to do on the day. I yeah, don't know what your practical one. Yeah. I d- what was your task, actually, when you were hired here? Well, when I was hired, it was for marketing, so I actually had to do up an email, an email campaign. But I know from now working in education that for our online trainers mm-hmm. or our in-house trainers, they actually had to do a presentation on anything, anything oh, they wanted. Yeah. So like we had one girl here who did an, uh, a presentation on traveling because at the end of the day, you're going to be a tra- trainer. You have to present the product, how to use the product. Yeah. So she did it. She was taken on there about two months ago and her presentation was just her, her trip in Thailand. Amazing. Yeah, it's simple. She knew it inside out and it really stood to her because that's where you really got to see Especially if they're really passionate about the job, yeah. it'll come across in a presentation like that. Oh, 100%, yeah. yeah. Like for myself, for instance, I remember having to write. Uh, I needed to come up with three or four subjects and the titles for blog posts yeah. on the day. 
I've never actually asked then, you if that you and had then to do before, it. Yeah. And then before coming in, that was the task on the day straight up and I didn't know about it. And before that, I had to actually write two blog posts to send off with my video presentation yeah. of myself. Like at the end of the day, you're, you're going to be hired to do a job so you can talk about this, that and everything. And like a lot of people can easily bluff in an interview to say how great oh, they yeah. are doing something. But it comes down and then you hire them and you, within a month you realise, mm, hang on. Now, bear in mind, every person takes a couple of two, three months to kind of settle into a job. It's new. Oh, yeah, of course. But um, yeah, sometimes you just know. So it's always good. It makes good the to, filtering process way easier. Yeah, try, especially if it's a practical role, get them to show you. Actually, mm. do. Don't just talk about it. And I mean, that comes back to the whole recruitment crisis thing that we would chat about with Sam Pierce, where she was saying, you know, the, the, the therapists, beauty therapists that are coming out of colleges right now, they yeah. know a lot in terms of um, theory. The theory. But when it comes to practical skills, it's so hard to get someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah, so it's more just kind of like exams and assignments and stuff like that where it's here's how you do it, but there's no like actual hands-on. So it's going to sound weird whatever I say it, but like your job is to actually touch and feel the client's skin and their hair. So if you don't have that experience, how can you trust to hire someone and be straight off? Represent the brand. Exactly, represent the brand that you've spent years building up. And that's what Sam Pierce was saying is the potting shed, that is her salon and her staff need to be able to, carry that um, tradition I suppose mm. so she hires girls and on a almost like apprentice levels and that's what a lot of salon yeah. owners are doing we had Anthony from the Rainbow Rooms so is doing the very same thing yeah it's they actual, all have they're kind of the, the academies are popping up from like academies of the salon that he have these amazing reputations yeah. that they just want to keep that reputation level but you're going to find your staff are actually going to they're going to be more committed to staying with you because that's where they've got all their training mm-hmm Definitely. They haven't just gone to uh, an academy or uh, like a school for a couple of months and now we're just jumping from job to job to try and get quick experience. You're investing that. Yeah. So if we go back to the, the article then, number seven was getting their references to ring you. So essentially that's when the candidate has gone through all of these things. You're at the last stage if you, you just want to verify everything they've said to you and everything they showed you. So you get the references to ring you and ask you know, can you describe your relationship with the candidate? What are their strengths, weaknesses? Would you hire this candidate again? Yeah. Cool. So then that brings us on to our final one, which is the one that everyone loves to see. Yes. So we, for the past years, I mean, we've been doing a lot of bundles of Christmas ideas, Christmas competitions. There was loads, loads, loads of articles around that on the Forest blog. So I figured this year what I would do is bring them all together in one spot where you can access all of these articles that we've been publishing for years and then also give you a fresh new batch of Christmas graphics dedicated for this year. I know so, it's that, yeah, because you usually do do a downloadable folder. Yeah, so there is a downloadable. Out, there is a downloadable folder there anyways. Yeah. Uh, so that one is full of graphics specifically. But then within the blog itself, you get access to, you know, different articles that we've published there and you can read more about them. So they're basically just snippets. Yeah of the articles and then you can click the link to read more and in those articles that are linked they usually have toolkits as well that you can download from the past years yeah and you have plans here like sell on market and ideas to avoid the january slump yeah and that one um, had a downloadable toolkit in there as yeah well. yeah cool so there's a couple of sms templates and you even had the one i liked was the actual the the playlist yeah the christmas playlist. playlist yeah yeah and that's what two three hours long and you could just have that on link 
Exactly. Now, with something like that, you do need the Spotify business account, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of businesses will still play Spotify playlists regardless. Mm. Now, technically, you need a license to play music in public. So it's not something like it is to your own risk. Yeah. I will always say that disclaimer. But yeah, otherwise the Spotify for Business works perfectly and then you're covered. So. Yeah, so like if you are kind of, like if you're worried about something like that, it's, it's worth just kind of looking in. It's only a couple of minutes long. Like you find yeah. it easy enough. Um, it's just to be weary of. And then, yeah, like even create moments of magic. Yeah, so decoration ideas, social media competition ideas as well, specifically for Christmas to get people to engage with your brand online. So, I mean, there's loads there. So if you still haven't got a strategy together for Christmas, I strongly recommend you even just have a look through that article just to get one piece of it done, at least. I mean, Christmas is coming up in three, four weeks now. Yeah, so. it's just close, like 25th yeah. of December. We're on the 27th now. Of November, yeah. Um, yeah, get on that. Like, we've been talking about this for the last the last three weeks because we always say kind of seven weeks is a good time to have it in plan. We understand a lot of people are busy, so this is a nice crash course blog that'll just kind of get everything in one area for you. And so before we move on to the webinar section, I do have a new contest to announce. It's a pretty cool one, actually. Yeah, so I was not expecting the huge demand on this one. So what happened is that we put up a Polaroid digital camera for um, for the prize for this month. So usually we have our monthly contests and we had a limited entry giveaway this time, uh, limited to 250 entries. And within the three days of announcing the contest, we had reached 250 entries already. So what we're going to do due to the popular demand is that we're going to offer a second camera digital camera to win so there's going to be two of them two polaroids to win but we're also going to increase the entries uh, to 500 total so your odds won't change but we're just increasing the number of entries and we're giving a second camera and anyone has already entered can't enter again right no exactly yeah obviously like it's not it's not a different competition we're just increasing the number of entries available so if you already have entered your odds won't change yeah that's not a problem we're just doubling the entries and also doubling the price so then there's now two cameras to win cool and it's a really nice camera too yeah it's the little uh, polaroid ones where you print your photo after you instant, take it instant yeah yeah it's really nice yeah like i remember working at a barbers and they call it their, their wall of fame and i got on the wall of fame and um, basically just take a photo of kind of your customers and put them up on the wall yeah just uh, that yeah, instant it's, like it's, it's a really nice touch like when you walk in you see this wall of fame sort of thing and they got that they have that vintage style about them as well it's it's something you could do even like you remember when we had David Barden on the show and he was saying the real fortune that he had yeah you could have that obviously but you could also have a little photo booth for Christmas you know where you could have just you know pe people get their hair done or get a treatment done they hop into the booth after you take a photo with that yeah. and give it as a present you know a nice memory simple ideas <laughs> sometimes they're the ones who work best exactly yeah so I mean that wraps up pretty much our blogs and brings us on to the Forest Academy webinars which to be honest in December it's going to be quite quiet it is going to be quiet because you're going to be busy the next Instagram masterclass is only in January so I won't even talk about that but it is on Facebook if you want to register for it already there's another one from Valerie Del Forge as well coming up in January so that is also on our Facebook pages in the, in the event section but we'll chat about that later I suppose as well um, coming up in the next few weeks yeah and then the only one on the Forest Salon software clients end of it is the Salon Growth Series Now this is the final one of the final series and it's boosting your online presence and attracting new business so what that one's about 
That one's going to be with um, Neve Greeny from Online Reputation. And it's your whole, like it says just there, online presence. It's kind of how to get found better on Google, what's better, word of mouth, or online reviews. So little things like that and how to increase your reviews and get more more five-star reviews. I keep saying reviews, but that is essentially what it comes down to. <laughs> I listen. So if you are interested in that, that is taking place on November 28th from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. UK Ireland time, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. US Eastern time. And the way you sign up for this is? So yeah, if you contact letsgrowatforest.com, if you contact infoforest.com, or if you just ring up and uh, look for Neve Greeny, <laughs> pretty much anyone in our grow department will be able to sort you out there. Um, just say you're looking for the Salon Growth Series or the Online Reputation webinar. Perfect. And yeah, like Zoe said, that's tomorrow at 3 p.m. GMT or 10 a.m. EST. So that wraps up our month of November, Killian, already. Um, coming into December next week, we're going to have another guest on the show. So we'll leave you on that for now, and we wish you a wonderful week. We'll catch you next Monday. All the best.